0: It's the FQ MagDact podcast back again. Uh, We have to apologize for avoiding last week. We didn't avoid it. We just missed it, unfortunately. And it's uh, due to a a very, very sad occurrence. Damien, who is the publisher of FQ magazine, it's been around for, well, nearly 20 years. I'm the editor, Tim Barnes Clay. But Damien Quaver, Damien, welcome again to our over-the-line chat. Normally we'd be together in the studio, but clearly with COVID we can't really be in that situation. But Damien, um, you've had some pretty life-shattering news in the last few days, haven't you?
1: Yeah, so um, sad to say my father passed last Sunday um, and uh, we buried him last Friday, should I say, um, and he's based in another country. So to all those families out there that have been in the same situation because of COVID and couldn't attend funerals, I can't definitely know what that feels like. Um, and I suppose to some degree, this is probably why subconsciously I set up FQ, because of my experience as a son and reflecting on my childhood, um, that FQ really came around. So I feel that this could be a bit of a tribute to uh, to my dad, who was seventy seven, soon to be seventy eight at the end of this year, and went very unexpectedly. So, um, so this is quite an act um, podcast um, talking about our dads, and we both wanted to talk about our dads and and what our dads and um, fathers really mean to us um, emotionally, nurturing all those things that um, make us, I suppose, what we are today. It's it's absolutely so difficult. And very raw for you, but great that we can talk about
0: this. Um, Your dad was 77, about to be 78. My dad is 77, about to be 78. So you and I are both there. And let's face it, they, I mean, it, these days, 70s doesn't even feel that old, does it? So it's a huge shot for you. Your dad's a very young, outward-looking man, wasn't he?
1: Yes. Um He was young. He was brightly. He looked fantastic. He looked like a 50-year-old man. And, um, and uh, yeah, we kind of thought he would outlive a lot of us, but it goes to show life is fragile. You're never, ever going to get any notice, really, when someone's going to pass. And, um, yeah, so it was a complete shock. Um, all very sad, but, again, he went very quickly, so I take heart that he didn't really suffer too much. Um, and, uh, yeah, so where do we go from here now? I suppose the grieving process... Started some time ago, and and it's now how the next months or years play out. It's something that I haven't gone through yet with my
0: own dad, but I've been very near, if you can say Mm. that. A couple of years ago, I got a call to say that my dad was being resuscitated. It's not Mm. the sort of call you expect when you're taking your daughter to gymnastics. Um, And I live 100 miles away, which, granted, is closer than... You know, your dad being in another country, but still it it made sort of very little difference in the sense yeah. that, you know, um the panic. It brings sets it all in. to life. Yeah. It brings it
1: all to life because all you yeah. want to really do is sort of hold their hand and make sure they're comforted and they're not lonely, um, they're not in pain and, and kind of I suppose it feels like you, you take on the parent role because they almost become childlike and uh you become very protective and it's a very strange and emotional feeling. Uh that's really quite unexplainable. Um, So it's, it
0: it is unexplainable. And I I mean, I, I drove like a madman. Um, I don't mind admitting Mm. those hundred miles. Um, I didn't care if I was going to get a speeding ticket. I was that irrational. I just didn't care. But there was a logical, Tim, whether you drive like a lunatic or not, you know, you're going to be lucky if your dad's alive when you get the other end of the hundred miles. Fortunately, for me, my dad's. Uh, it, it was it, he just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Um, my stepmother normally was out on a Monday night, but she happened to be in yeah. in that Monday night the, that he um, had the event, and uh, the paramedics were around within five minutes. Can you believe? I mean, they live near a hospital. Amazing. Uh, yeah, it really was everything. I mean, my dad is a religious man, and he believes that everything's stacked up in the right way for him. But mm. without the intervention of the NHS, I know people put the NHS down, but Oh, they shouldn't. But they do a wonderful job. They, they really did, and I, I do. I, my dad owes his life to them. They, they worked on him. They worked on him. They got him back. They got him to hospital. He's now fitted with a defibrillator. But he knows that. He knows in many ways that you know this defibrillatory says really is the thing that keeps him going and we sort of joke right. about those of us that, that are old enough to remember the six million dollar man you know mm-hmm. uh steve austin we have the technology to rebuild him you know he laughs, about yes, that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but
0: um yeah. but you know go, going back to your dad though damien i mean you know this this is seismic it's something that won't have sunk in for you really um but father's quarterly you know it's it's not only your legacy but this is also mm. your dad's legacy now
1: yeah i mean um you know, my dad, I always said he was a good dad, but he was a great grandfather. And that, that shouldn't be forgotten. And, and I hope anyone out there, you know, being I've always said being a parent is, is one of the most difficult jobs. We're challenged with the emotional trauma from our children growing up with all of the ver- variety of influences from friends and social media stuff. We've talked about before uh, emotions that we pass on from our families and what we've been what we've grown up with uh, mothers and fathers and grandparents and we carry those things and we try and resolve them. Um, And at the same time, what we want is the best for our children. And he always wanted the best for all of our, for all of his children and grandchildren. And from that point, he was a wonderful dad and a wonderful grand grandfather, but we are still all learning as a, as a father, as a dad every day in which to become a more or a better father and anything we can do to make life easier for our partners and for our um for our children and um it's not always easy we're forever on the learning curve it doesn't matter how old you get you're forever on the learning curve it's difficult when somebody dies because
0: suddenly you start talking about people in the past tense and it feels wrong Mm -hmm. to do that because Mm -hmm. let's talk about your dad what was your dad's name daniel
1: his name was mervin um and um he was always a very happy guy I don't think he could he could complete a sentence without laughing or giggling so and I've managed to speak to an awful lot of people that I've never spoken to before whilst organizing his funeral who have just said the most wonderful things about him and how much he impacted their life and how happy he was and it um you know it's left an indelible mark on me now, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and lead my life a lot happier and not take things so seriously. And it's a lesson to all of us when, when they say live your life like it's your last. There's a reason for it. We take it. We don't, You know, we take that sentence very lightly, but there's a reason for it. You just never know when you're going to be snatched or someone else is going to be snatched. All those moments and those people listening to this podcast. If you've got an opportunity to turn around and tell your mom or your dad, your grandparents, your children, your son, your daughter and niece that you love them and you're thinking it but you're just not telling them the time is to do it now and the reason being is that when they've gone you just don't have that chance I mean my dad knew that we loved him he knew that his grandchildren loved him and every day he made the phone call he'd finish off every call with I love you or we'd tell him the same um and so I'm you know I feel I feel really good that we were able to have those exchanges right up until when he died we spoke to him on the Saturday he died on the Sunday um so you know he he was an affectionate man and I know there's a lot of Uh, people out there that don't always feel the affection from their parents. And I think a lot of ego often gets involved in that. It doesn't mean to say they don't love you. It doesn't mean to say they don't feel that. I think some people find it very hard to express it. Um, But you know, deep down, if they do, and and if they don't, there's often very good reasons why, how they were brought up, what influences they had. Um, It's a very natural thing for a dad to love their children, their grandchildren, and, and it is there. So, again, I just want to send that message out there that you know don't don't you know I, I feel very blessed uh that that we're able to exchange those sort of messages and I hope everyone else feels it in some way you know i to into that it's something that I feel that I need to do every
0: night I need to tell my children that I love them um I, I want to say good night to them um even if it's over the phone if I'm not here uh I think that what what's so annoying about life is that we all get caught up in our own little irritations don't we in the annoyances and we've bus- we're busy and we're I mean, i'm sure every generation said they're busy but we are aren't we with yeah you know con- yeah. constantly being at the beck and call of everyone trying to people please and i think that you've got to get to a point where you can't please everybody and it yeah. there, there are so many regrets that we all end up having i mean the things we should have said the things we wished we'd said the way we wished we'd handle other things but actually it's what it's life isn't it we, we live yeah. life and Yes. You know, the reflections that you have now with your dad and indeed many, many people listening to this will look back and wish, wish they'd said things and wish they hadn't said things. But at the end of the day, love, love conquers all. It sounds cheesy to Absolutely. say that, but, but it really does. No, no, it doesn't does. It
1: really it does. does. And, and, you know, as you said, with all the moments that we're busy and things get in the way that we often forget what is important. All those things can wait None of it. They're every Any problem out there, we always say we've got to deal with it now. And it's always best to deal with certain issues straight away because they build up. But it takes a moment, a text, a WhatsApp, or even better still, a quick phone call to just say, look, you know, let's put all the crap aside. I love you. It really doesn't mean anything. My dad's now left this mortal coil with nothing. Yeah, everything he had is left here. All of it means nothing. You know, property, possessions nothing he's gone and none of those things are important to us now you know and um that's the other lesson is that really we dash around doing this and that and worried about this and paying bills and do. Doing... actually it'll all be there tomorrow so you can make that call you can forget all your gripes you can forget all the egos you can forget the fact of yeah you might win that argument it means nothing when they're gone they're gone
0: and for those of us that might believe in something else um there are so many faiths clearly but it's I mean, do you feel your dad's presence still? Do you feel you
1: know? Around? Um yeah, I I do because I found myself it over the last week, even this morning I, I you know, um um I don't mind saying we made a donation to the church and I, I looked up at the sky last night when I transferred it to um to where he was, to the church he he, he was part of. And I looked up to him and I said, I just think this is really what you would have wanted us to do out of respect of what you believed in and what you wanted to do, you know, and I hope we've done you proud. Um.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, and, and I know it's been hugely difficult for you not being able to get to your dad's funeral, living in another country. And, and but, but clearly there are going to be people listening to this who will, that will resonate with them because of this horrible pandemic that is stopping so many mm. of us wanting to say our final goodbyes. Mm. Um, you, you you appear to have coped with it because you know that your dad. I hope you don't mind me oh. saying. You know your dad died very very quickly, yeah. um, and he didn't suffer, and he didn't have to have a, a lingering death yeah. uh and and i know you've you've said to me in, in a personal conversation that you, you would rather go the same a decade earlier yeah. than, 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 than than have yeah. to live this sort of awful life some people do yeah
1: we're very blessed you know? i mean we're, we're very blessed that it, it it goes quickly and there's so many people um out there who are suffering with a variety of ailments and it's being prolonged for whatever reason how why that happens we don't know so you take heart when something like this happens in lots of little things that you think are important those messages from friends and family who say nice things uh the fact that he snatched quickly and um he didn't suffer which would have been even worse um and you know as i say i i i've got a lot of um regard for those people who haven't who haven't been able to go through that experience the way i have all still you know very sad but um you know we're you know hopefully we'll do what so many other people say which is to just celebrate his his life and not mourn from a a depressing point of view but celebrate the person he was um and that and that that will mean a lot i mean personally i i feel you know really moved
0: actually genuinely moved for for what's happened and, and when when you first told me what happened about your dad because um, for anyone who's got you know an empathetic nature, mm. um, it, you know you can feel the sense of loss. But also, I guess because you and I are very similar age, yeah. and our, our fathers were pretty much the same yeah. age, you know, it, it kind of brings it home. Um, and and it and it really sort of well, honestly, I know it's a well used expression, but you know, my heart does go out to you. Thank you. I'm sure. I, I'm sure other people. No, no. Honestly, I'm sure other people listening to this they will feel very similar. Maybe if we can wrap it up um you know maybe you could just talk about Dave 30 seconds and just and just leave leave us a little tribute to your dad yeah
1: well uh, i as you said do, do i talk to my dad and if he's listening you know to this i would i would just say you're a great dad you're a great grandfather you imparted a lot of lessons in me to make me the person i am um honesty um and respect to be a gentleman. Um you know, I don't think we should leave out the mothers. It's going to be Mother's Day, I think, next, next week. You know, as much as we talk about dads, the same go for mothers. Um, you know, they're an integral part of our life and our children and who we are as well. Um, but as I say, he, um, you know, not, not everyone's good. Look, it's, it's easy to give all the good stuff out and say how wonderful everybody is when they pass. You know, I'm aware of his misgivings and I'm, I'm aware of the things that he could have done better. Um, but I would always say that he progressed his life trying to do things better and not um, compounding the bad. Um, so for me, um, look, I'm a tribute to you for who I am, um, what I do and FQ and and thinking about dads and, and what they mean to their children and their partners and their ex-wife and wives-to-be um, is is what it's all about. So um you know, this is a an outpouring of it, of emotion um, uh, for the people who give us life. Damien, I, honestly, I couldn't have thought of a, a better
0: tribute to Mervyn, your dad. Um, let's leave it there for now. Let's talk again when you're ready, and let's just celebrate Mervyn's life. Well, thank you and uh, no, and let's let's hope that people listen to this and gain some sort of comfort from it. But in the meantime. You take care of yourself, and we'll speak again soon. David. Thanks a lot.
1: All the best, Tim. Cheers. Take, take care. care. Bye bye.